welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Somebody came on this platform determined not to live without your testimony. Amen. It shall be unto you as thou hast desired. It shall be unto you just as you have desired in the mighty name of Jesus. I see all kinds of testimonies and visitations happening right in this place. And I see the power of God coming on people. I see deliverance. I see supernatural turn around. God is turning somebody's captivity around. The power of God, as long as you can hear the word of God, you can see me or hear me. I'm telling you, power is getting to you. The power of God is visiting somebody. I do not know what has created the problem or what the problem is, but I know God. I know the, the Lord. God is here with whom all things are possible, with whom nothing is impossible and all things are possible. With God, nothing is impossible and with God, all things are possible. The angel told Mary, Luke chapter one, verse 37, he says that for with God, nothing is impossible. Well, for with God, nothing is impossible. You, If you can only trust God, that's what Jesus told the man whose son was sick and he was believing Jesus for a miracle. The man told Jesus that if you will have compassion on us, if you will have compassion on us and heal my son, Mark chapter 9, verse 21 and 22. And Jesus said, 22, Jesus said, if I will, no, it's not about me if I will. If thou can believe, if thou can believe, if only you can believe. The condition here is if you can believe. Can you, can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Your believing is authorization or authorizing heaven to act on your behalf. Your believing is the way you authorize heaven. You tell heaven that, okay, heaven, I step aside, take over. Without somebody believing, heaven can't move on their behalf. Heaven can't move on your behalf. Even to save you, for whosoever believeth, whosoever, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, whosoever believeth. Without believing, God can't show up. Without believing, you can't tap into the blessings of God. Without believing, you can't tap, tap into the favor of God. When you believe, all things are possible. Mark 9.23, all things, if you can believe, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. To the him, the him who is doing the believing, all things are possible to the him who is doing the believing. In Luke chapter 18, verse 28 and 29, Jesus said, with God, all things are possible. With men, it's not possible. But with God, things which are impossible with men are possible with God. The same thing in Matthew chapter 19, verse 27 and 28. Jesus said, what is impossible with God is possible with man. He says that, but uh, Jesus said unto them, with men, this is impossible, 
but with God. What has been impossible with you? What has been impossible with your father, with your mother? What has been impossible with your certificate? What has been impossible with all your efforts? With God, it becomes possible. With God, it becomes possible. That is why Paul, in Romans chapter 8, verse 31, he went to say that if God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, because with God, all things are possible. I see God fighting somebody's battle for you. For Amen. he said in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, he says, the battle is not yours, the battle is the Lord's. The battle, for the battle is not yours, the battle is the Lord. Listen, all you, all you of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, that says the Lord to you. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, because of this pandemic, because of all the news you are hearing. Do not be afraid. Why? Because the battle, oh, it's Akada Shadaba. Why? The battle is, the battle is not yours. Excuse me, it's me they are coming against, but God said the battle, the battle is not yours. God, one of the names of God is Jehovah Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. He is the God who fights. When we say the Lord of hosts, he is the commander-in-chief of the armies of heaven. There are fighters, angelic fighters, armies of heaven, and God is their, their commander. He releases angels to fight. God is always ready to fight. Many people don't know that God is a fighter. God, sometimes, when you learn how to turn the battle over to him, he will tell you, stand aside and let me fight. God will say, God, come behind me. Come behind me and let me fight. And tonight, I'm prophesying to somebody. I do not know what is beset you, what you are beset by. But there's one thing I know, that God is a fighter, and God owns some battles. He said, let me own that battle. Don't be afraid because of the news you have heard. Don't be afraid because of what is going on around you. Don't be afraid because of the letter, the letter you have received. Don't be afraid. The battle is not yours. Hallelujah. He said the battle is not yours. This one is God's business. God said, allow me, let me handle it myself. Allow me. But most of us don't allow him because we allow fear to disallow God. We allow fear to reign in our life to disallow God. If you can, if you can paralyze fear and get into faith, change into the faith gear because faith has no reverse gear. Faith, it doesn't go back. No retreat, no surrender. Faith only knows forward. That is why this month, our month is our month of radical faith. This month is our month of radical faith. Your faith know no retreat, no no surrender. You are not going back. You are. I am. I will go back. Can go back to the way you no, you are not going back. No, 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 no. You are not your this year will, will be better than last year. You are not going back, you are going forward. Faith does not know retreat, faith does not know surrender. I'm not giving up. I am going, I'm moving forward, I'm moving forward. Moses told them that what what what, what are you waiting for? Start moving towards the Red Sea. Excuse me. Did you say we should move into the Red Sea? Yes, the Red Sea. How? How can we go into the Red Sea? We don't have boats. We don't have submarines. We don't have swimming guides. How can we go? Let them kill us because we can't go to the Red Sea. Moses said to them in the book of Exodus chapter 14, go forward. God said, 
Tell the people to go forward. Tell the children of Israel, move forward. Where? Into the sea. Move towards the sea. Hallelujah. Move towards the sea. Move towards the sea. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Go forward. You are not going backwards because the faith that you have is a radical faith. The faith that God is, God is working into you through his word is a radical faith. It's a violent faith. It's a faith that knows no for an answer. It's a faith that makes all things possible. I'm telling you. And they went forward. Do you know how they went forward? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 29 and 30, that by faith, they, they passed through the Red Sea. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry dry land. How did that happen? They went, if they had not had faith, they would have perished. But Bible said it took faith for them to go through the Red Sea. So when they said move forward, they had to believe God, exercise faith, and move forward. Sister, it's about time you, you validate your shouting with your faith steps. It's about time you validate this, your spiritual spirituality and spiritual looks with your faith steps. It's about time for the just shall live by faith. I see you taking over. I Amen. see you making progress. Amen. I see you going higher. I Amen. see you going forward in Amen. the name of Jesus. I think in Psalm 114, I believe it's Psalm 114 or 104, but it's 114. Read from verse one, look at verse one, look at verse one. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from the people of strange land. Verse 2, Judah became his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. And what happened? The sea saw it and fled. When the sea went back, they were moving by faith. When they started moving by faith, the sea said, no, God has, these people have, been, have brought God into the case. The sea said, I can't stand. The sea fled. The sea went backwards. Jordan turned backwards. They said, you don't go backwards. The sea will go backwards. If you have radical faith, you will not go backwards. The, the sea will go backwards. I see you going forward. I see you going forward. I see you going forward by your faith. Don't be afraid. Trust God. Believe God. Trust God because God is real. And guess what? God is here. God is real and 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 God is here. I said God is real and God is here. God is real and God is here. Guys, God is real and God is here. If you can believe God, you will see the glory of the Lord. Jesus said to Martha and Mary, to, to Martha, that if you can believe, thou shalt see the glory of the Lord. John chapter 11. If you can believe, only if you can believe, only if you can believe, you will see the glory of God. Why? God is real and God is here. God can be here, but you will not see his glory. Why? Because it takes faith. It takes believing. It takes steps of faith. Release your faith. Step away from fear. Overpower fear by the word of God you are hearing. The word of God. The word of God is what to bear faith in your heart. I'm telling you, you will not be stranded. You will not be put to shame. God will help you. Amen. There is help for you in God. 
I see your Red Sea stepping backwards as you as you decide to step forward in faith. I see your Red Sea stepping backwards. That Red Sea is stepping backwards. Can you imagine? Bible says by faith they went through the Red Sea as by dry ground, and the Bible makes us to understand when the sea saw them, it fled because faith brings God's presence over their life. That is why I told you, as Jesus said, with men. This is impossible. Matthew 19, 26. With men, this is impossible, but not with God. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. I see the sea fleeing away. I see the sea going backwards. As you step forward in faith, fallen faith does not know no. As you are stepping in faith, God is owning the battle. As you are stepping, stepping out in faith, God is owning the battle. Fear not! Faith comes by hearing, faith works by speaking. So as I'm speaking, faith is coming. And as you start speaking, faith begins to work. Oh, I feel like preaching. As I'm speaking, faith is coming. As you speak, but faith is, begins to work. So I speak and you receive faith. You speak what you have received and faith begins to work. You kick faith into action. This is how we fight our battles. Having faith in God and taking steps of faith. That's how we fight our battles. If you sit down and you don't do nothing, nothing changes. Crying doesn't bring solution. Faithing certainly does. Certain actions may try and attempt to bring solutions, but faith brings God himself. Faith, actions of faith bring God himself. He hands over the battle to the, into the hands of God. When you step out in faith, you engage God. When you step out by yourself, try to do some things, you might get some level of um, success or results. But when God steps in, if you can let God step in, when God steps in, Satan backs off. I see God stepping in. In the book of mm. Psalm, I think, this, I think Psalm 96 or Psalm 97, somewhere there, he said, in your presence, mountains and hills, they melt away like wax. Can you imagine? In the presence of God, mountains. Mountain stands for challenges. Mountain stands for problems. And then hills. So he said, mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Lord of the whole earth. Mountains, mountains, they melt like wax. Have you seen candle wax before? Can mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. When God shows up, that mountain in your life, I see it melting like wax. Yeah. And how do you, if, if what you need is God, then all it takes is faith. Wow. If what you need is God, then all it takes is faith. If God is what you need, then faith is all it takes. If God is all you need, then faith is all it takes. I said, if God is what you need, then faith is all it takes. Watch me, my brother. Watch me, my sister. If God is all you need, then faith is all it takes. Faith. It takes faith. And when you exercise your faith, you evoke God. You bring God on the scene. On the spots, you bring God, you bring the God factor into the whole situation. You bring the God factor into the whole equation. 
It's when you, when you take steps in faith, you engage heaven. Heaven comes at your disposal when you begin to act by faith. Tonight, last but one night of our 21 days fasting, somebody's faith is going to change everything, turn everything. Amen. Let me just show you something in Matthew chapter 15, verse 26. Oh, let me read from verse 23. It might make sense. Matthew chapter 15 from verse 20. And this is a woman, 22. Let's go to 22. 22. When he got to the river, okay. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region, the region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Next one. Okay, keep going. But he answered, had not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries after. You know, she she came to Jesus. She wanted Jesus to do something for her. And Jesus didn't answer. Jesus didn't answer. And she said, I came for one thing. Not answering is not an, is not an answer. So until I get my answer, I'm not giving. So she continued crying and after them. And the disciples said, please, can you send her away? She's making too much. She's crying. She's in need. He said, just suck her. Send her away. She cries after us. Then verse 24. But Jesus answered, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. At this moment, there is an assignment. My assignment at this particular material moment is for the lost sheep of Israel. And we are now in the regions of Canaan. This woman is a Canaanite. She is not in the Israel, Israel, uh, Israeli house, household of Israel. She's not part of the sheep. This is, this is not. This is a dog. It's not a sheep. And I'm sent to the sheep. So, so Jesus said that I'm not sent back to the Lord. The next verse says that. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. All the things you are saying, it's true and all that, but I need your help. Someone say, Lord, help me. Lord, help, Lord, help me. Sometimes it is very advisable to lay aside your feelings, to lay aside your image, is to lay aside our pride, to lay aside our egos. Genuinely ask God, God, help me. And find however God will do it. I don't care whoever says something about me. It's up to them. It's none of, I don't care. What I'm looking for is God. Listen, my brother, I know I'm, I'm talking to somebody. The situation you are in, don't toy with it. It's about to blow up in your face. And you need the help of God. Humble yourself and seek the help of God at any cost. Oh, my friends will laugh at me that I'm also receiving their prayer. Stay there, but they, they can't help you. Why do we, sometimes I don't understand this about believers. We want unbelievers to be in agreement with the things we do before we, we believe in them and do them. Unbelievers can't. Don't ever forget this. Spiritualia, spiritualite, examinatu. The spiritual things of God can only be discerned spiritually by somebody whose heart is open to God in reverence. So Bible says that there will be foolishness to him. There are a lot of people who, even the fact that you are coming on a Zoom service, they are wondering, are you stupid? Only a fool has said in his heart there is no God. Don't let it. I remember when we were in secondary school, we would preach anywhere. And those who are proud and want to laugh, you can't laugh at us. We, are, we, we have got the truth. We have got the power. You, you can't intimidate me. You can't intimidate me doing 
they've got things the right thing. No, I'm not afraid. And I'm not ashamed of Jesus. Oh, I feel sorry for you. I never envy any unbeliever. I never, never. Kai, never envy an Kai, why would I envy an unbeliever? No, I never envy any unbeliever. I feel sorry for any unbeliever. You can have five private jets. I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. Anything at all can knock you out anytime, any day. And when you are knocked out, you burn in the hottest part of hell. You are going to hell without Christ. I don't care whatever anybody thinks. The Bible says without Christ, you, you will burn in hell. There's no eternal destiny. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten that, that whosoever believes should not perish. Should not perish. So that means you are perishing if you are not a believer. You are perishing. Ah, but are you trying to say, how about how about all the people who have not, like, they don't know about Jesus and they also practice other believing. They, if you don't believe in Jesus, you are perishing. It doesn't mean you are not wise. It doesn't mean you are not a human being. It doesn't mean you are not. I mean, you are a normal human being. You have any money, doing everything. But after everything, you are perishing. You are perishing. You are perishing. Without Christ, you are perishing. And when you die, you only end up in hell. Because the, the solution from God, the prescribed solution from God is Christ. Whosoever believes in him is not one of those to believe in. He's the only one to believe in. I never envy an unbeliever. Church, brothers and sisters, don't let unbelievers look down on what you are doing and you also care. Don't care. Don't care. They look at you, they laugh at you, can't be bothered, can't be bothered. Later on, they'll realize that they are, they're wrong. Later on, they'll realize that they are lost, they are wrong, they are sorry. Hallelujah. I can't envy, envy an unbeliever. Why would I envy someone who is perishing? Why? I can't envy. I, we are objects or envy. Uh, tomorrow morning, some of the since I was saying the teaching, that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. We are chosen, special. So don't wait for unbelievers to be in agreement with your faith steps before you continue it. You might be on the losing end. Let me say it again. Some people even call themselves believers or Christians. They are theor theoretical believers in God, but practical atheists because you don't see actions, real signs of godliness in their lives. You know an uncle like that, you know an auntie like that, you know a brother like that, you know a cousin like that. They also go to church when they are feeling for are you a Christian yet? But you, they know they are not. They are saying, they are, uh, uh, socially, okay, I am a Christian. If they say choose one religion, I'll choose Christianity. But that doesn't make you a Christian. That doesn't make you a Christian. That doesn't, the only thing that makes you a Christian is if you believe fully in Jesus Christ, not believing, not there's a way you say, I believe he's the son of God, but have you committed your life to live by that? Yeah, if you are not living by him through the word of God, committed your life to the word of God, you are not a believer because believers believe the word of God is the word of God. The Bible is the word of God and Jesus is the only son of God. There are many roads to hell, but only one way to heaven. So, if you, they are, if you can't say that, yeah, they, I know that that's okay. I understand you. What you are make, saying makes a lot of sense. Unbelievers, that's how they say. No, you can't say that. So yeah, you are a Christian. I'm a Christian, but you, you can't say that. that I, I know, I, I'm not saying that. The Bible says that. Yeah, but the Bible, people wrote, and that show tells me you are not a Christian. You are, if you're a Christian, you actually believe the Bible. But if you say you can't believe some of the Bible, some part of the Bible, it shows that you're actually not a Christian. You are not. You are not. It's total, total scriptura. Total scriptura. Sola scriptura, analogia scriptura, 
and spiritualité, uh, uh, spiritualia, spiritualité examinatu. <laughs> this fault is if you miss one, you are not a believer. Sometimes people think they are believers. They are, let's tell them so that they can change so they don't end up in hell. You are not a, a believer, believe everything the scripture says. Believes what the prophets have said and said, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? Oh, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? Paul said, I believe all things spoken by the prophets. First uh, Acts chapter 24, verse 14. He said, I believe all things. Acts 24, 14. I believe all things. The Father, God who I said from my, I worship from my, the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and the, I believe all things. I believe. So don't let us wait for the approval of unbelievers or approval of carnal Christians or approval of, of uh, uh, practical atheists, even though theoretical believers, practical atheists or, or dead believers, people who are dead. Jesus said, you have the name that you are alive, but you are dead, Revelation chapter 3. Yes, one. You have the name that. So they are believers like that, you know. So don't let us seek the approval of dead believers before we engage in covenant practices that move the hand of God. I believe I'm talking to somebody. So it's important to understand. So this woman came and they said, "Send her up, send her up." But Jesus said that I, 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 I am sent to the, the children. And then the woman said, "Lord, help me." She didn't care. She didn't let some things distract her. Satan will always lets certain other things that are not essential distract you from what is important or what is, is essential. And she, well, maybe I didn't like the way uh, uh, the other guy, when he was singing, what he said. I was, uh, you, you need a miracle. You go ignore that, ignore that, and just focus on where your help is coming from. Hallelujah. And so the woman said, the, the woman said, help me. Then Jesus said, uh, uh, the next verse, he says, but he answered, it is not good for me to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs, to the little dogs. Remember, she, he initially said, I'm not sent to, I'm not sent, but to the lost sheep. Say sheep. sheep. Say sheep. 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 So I'm sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Now, she t he tells the woman that I can't give the, the children's bread to their dogs because the bread belongs to the sheep. You are a dog. You are spiritually speaking. It wasn't an insult, but he was making something very clear, a spiritual reality clear. But the woman had to also, because you see, that's what we call radical faith. It doesn't matter the condition I'm coming. It doesn't matter what the mistakes I made in the past. I still believe that I also deserve and I desire the testimony. I desire a miracle tonight. And I believe God, tonight is my night. I am going to tap into it. And, the, the, and she said, yes, Lord, I agree. Yet the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from, the master, from their master's table. This woman no, no for an answer. This is what is called radical faith. Lord, I believe what you are saying. Yes, you're right. But still, dogs still eat. The dogs still will have some of the crumbs. If they don't get the full one, the crumbs. And the crumbs can be good enough to fill the, 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 the belly of the, the, the dog. It can be good enough to fill the dog and help the dog. So, Jesus, give us what dogs can also get when the children finish eating. What? Jesus answered to her, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Every radical faith is a great faith. Every radical faith is a great faith. Jesus said, oh, woman, great is your faith. Now, 
I've been saying things that I thought that I know that's how it should be, but be it or let it be to you, as you know I have said, but you have desired. Did you see that? Radical faith ends up getting things done the way they desire based on their trust in God, their respect for the things of God, and their confidence in the things of God, in God. Jesus said, let it be to you as you have desired. Can I announce something to somebody? Tonight, it will be to you as you have desired. Yes, you are on your route on, of trusting God. As you are trusting God, I am prophesying. As you are trusting God, as you are releasing your faith, as you are believing God, I am prophesying to you that tonight, this announcement is a prophecy. That on this prophecy is an announcement that tonight, it shall be to you. Or this morning, some are watching this afternoon. Some are watching from uh, uh, in America. Some are watching in Asia. Early hours of this morning. Whatever time it is, there's no distance or time in the realm of the spirit. I'm telling you, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, tonight, it shall be unto you as you have desired. Tonight, it shall be unto you as you have desired. Tonight, it yeah. shall be, oh, come on, if you believe it, you will say amen. It amen. shall be unto you as you have desired. Amen. Your, your brother or your sister will keep hearing you in your room saying amen. When you used to dance, uh, play wild music and loud music, they were fine. Now you are saying amen. Say, hey. uh, and then they give you a name, Pope. Sister Pope is there. Uh, brother Cardinal, the Archbishop is there. Don't worry if they give you names. It's good they are seeing that you are exercising your faith. Let them hear. They are, you are in your room. Sometimes they come into their room and they are doing all kinds of things you can hear in their room. Some of them are drinking in their room. Some of them are smoking in, your, in their room. Why can't you also shout amen in your own room? Why can't amen. you also shout amen? If they can amen. smoke in their room, then I can also shout amen. That's my philosophy. Amen. If somebody, those days they used to smoke on the bus and they used to kiss on the bus, I think they still do that with the kissing. Because, you know, in United Kingdom, we don't joke with uh, our those, wow. those stuff. So we do every law to encourage everybody, even is to come and enjoy romance. We don't wow. joke with romance. So in the, on the bus, you see people on the train, you see them kissing and expressing, uh, sharing a kiss or expressing their romantic feelings. Uh, if someone can do that on the train, why can't I also read my Bible? That's it. Why can't I, why I can't I also listen to the preaching? The pastor says, say amen. I say, amen, amen, amen. Uh, sometimes after school, you will see people shouting on the bus and making a lot of noise. I can also shout amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are watching me. It's your business. It's up to you. You, you, you don't believe. You can do whatever you want. You don't believe it. you can do it. doesn't change God and it doesn't change what I'm getting. You're unbelieving. You're refusing to believe does not change God. It doesn't affect God and doesn't change what I'm receiving from God and what I'm tapping tonight. Somebody is tapping in. It's about time you are bold enough to tap boldly, to yes. tap boldly so you yes. can have a bold, open testimony. Tap yes. boldly. As they hear you tap, they will see you share. As they hear you tapping, they will see you Lord. sharing. Somebody shout, I believe. I believe. So the woman had radical faith, and Jesus said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you as you have desired. Uh, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And the daughter was healed from that very hour. Jesus' power healed the daughter, but the woman's faith collect, collected it. Jesus said, not ready. The woman's faith said, yes, ready. 
not ready, yes, ready, not ready, yes, ready. Blah, blah, blah. No, I also have a version to what you're saying. Because what she also said is true. Dogs can eat of crumbs. But what Jesus said was true. But there was also another truth that faith could access. There was another truth that faith could access and deliver. Tonight, I'm very happy to announce you, announce to you. They won't, you won't be hearing them telling you, sorry, you'll be hearing you tell you, well done, well done, congratulations, well done, congratulations, well done, well done, well done, congratulations, well done, well done, congratulations. I see that happening for you in the name of Jesus. I see that happening for you in Jesus' name. Now, as I run up, I just want to draw your attention briefly to first um, uh, to first Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. Verse 1, actually. First Samuel chapter 10. We'll look at verse 1 and we'll go to 2 potentially and then jump to verse 6. And then Samuel took the flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? That's talking about Samuel anointing Saul for the office. So he applied the oil on him and kissed him. And then verse 2, he said, when, verse 2, he says that when you have departed from me today, after this service, after the anointing touches you, when you have departed from me, after tonight's service, some people are going to learn into great testimony. Amen. When you have departed Amen. from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's, Rachel's sepulcher in the territory of Benjamin at Zelza. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. The things you have been so worried about, they'll tell you, oh, your auntie has been healed. Your mother is healed. Your uncle is healed. Believe God for higher truth. Believe God for higher reality. Because with God, all things are possible. And so he poured the anointing oil on him. And he said, when you leave here, you hear, you find two men by Rachel's sepulcher who will tell you that the donkeys that you went looking for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you saying, what shall... What shall I do about my son? And then he said, you, are, you move on from there. Keep going. Don't let some issue, basic issues of concern that are not damaging. Don't let them, you know. Uh, oh, my, 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 my mother said, no, we were, my mother told me that. I remember, my mother told me we were, we were Catholic is our church. <laughs> so you have to stay there. Stay there. You are not going anywhere. I said, oh, mom, I'm born again, but this church, uh, that's where I'm growing. I'm receiving the word, so I'm growing there. I'm not saying the Catholic Church is no good. I'm just saying that this place is helping me more. I'm just getting more from here at this material moment. So, mom said, no, I will never support you. I will never give you money. I will never do this many years ago, but I stayed focused. I remember one day my mom told me, you are fasting too much. Look, all your during vacation, all your contemporaries, and your compatriots and your friends, look at them. They are all looking very well-fed. They are looking fresh. Look at you. You look like an old man. You look so skinny. You look so thin. It's okay, son. Eat. Eat so you can also look good. So people will know I'm also taking care of you. That was a nice concern by a mother. But I knew if I tried to meet the demands of that concern, I might miss the opportunities I have in God. So wow. I said, I knew there's something ahead of me. Let me fast myself into the destiny. And those people who you see looking well-fed and fat, tomorrow I'll be in a better position than them. Yes, yes. So I'm, yes. I'm, I'm fighting to secure my future, mom. Don't worry. I know you want me to look well. And I also want you to feel proud. 
but not at this moment. You will feel prouder, prouder later. And guess what? When I went last year to Impact and I was preaching, she came. My mom was there. My mom was there. When we finished, we were in the office. One of the bishops asked uh, in the office with some of the team we have having a chat and then they saw my mom. They said, they said, wow, mom, how did you feel when you saw your son preaching so powerfully on such a glorious, great platform? My mom said, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. If she had stopped me, if I had followed her from fasting, I would have missed it. So sometimes you hear legitimate concerns, but you know those concerns, even though they are legitimate, they really don't hold water. You can't succumb to those concerns. It's not because the family are bad, but because they are, in on, they are overwhelmed with their concerns. And so, yeah, wow. it's legitimate concern. But the prophet said, go forward, go forward. Luke chapter 19, verse 9. Today, salvation has come to this house. Today, Hallelujah. salvation has come. Through you, salvation is coming to the house. Amen. But the enemy want to use their concern because they don't know any better. They haven't seen the light like you have seen the light. Please, don't give up the light you have seen. Pursue, pursue after God. Well, I, 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 and he says that, Keep going. They will tell you they found the, the ship, but keep going. The father is worried about you. Keep going. You are not doing anything wrong. Keep going. Keep going. And now, let me jump. Verse 5 says that after that, you will come to the hill of God, like this platform, Zoom platform. It's like a hill of God, where the Philistine garrison is. Garrison. There's all kinds of opposition trying to stop you, but you still stay on. And I will, and it will, it will happen. When you have come there to the city, that you will meet a group of prophets. Wow. Coming down from the high place with, with string instruments and tambourine and a flute and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Watch this. Once you meet them, your company, remember, the company you keep determines what accompanies you. The company you keep. So when you come into this company, look at verse 6. Because you met these people, he says, then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. You shall be turned into, and that's where it's going. After the anointing comes upon you, there'll be a series of events or series of incidents. But at the end of the day, you will be turned into another man. I'm prophesying to somebody, you will be turned into another person, another Amen. man, another woman, because Amen. the Spirit of God is coming upon you. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.